Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by author and self-publisher, Kadian Palmer Asimota, who will be sharing her inspiring story of perseverance, faith, and what it means to be a self-starter. Let's get into it. Mrs. Asimota, thank you so much for joining me today for Impacting Jamaica, and of course, for allowing us to share your story. So let's jump right in with, where are you from? And can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? Okay, I'm from Jamaica. I born and grew in the place called Banana Ground, Clarendon. It's officially is from it's on Clarendon side, but it is in Manchester. I don't know. It's kind of border of Clarendon and in Manchester. I don't know if you ever heard about Banana Ground. I was born. Yeah, I was born at home. My mother and father well still married. And they have, my father has three kids, a bigger son, and then he married my mother and have both me and my other, my younger brother. They both get married. Couldn't agree because my father was very abusive to my mom. Really, really abusive, usually beat her and stuff. So when they decided to part, I was in and between my mother and my dad. Growing up this point in Manchester, then some point in Tollgate, Clarendon. I went to the, uh, I went to Tollgate College School and also went to, what's the school name in Banana Ground? Um, the College School in, I forgot the name. Oh, uh, Garlogi School. I went to Garlogi School also at some point in my life. And from there, it was up and down where from one school to the next, some point, one of the time my dad went to Geisel because he met a lady there and he took us to Geisel. So I was going to Geisel College also. <laughs> didn't really finish most of them. Didn't finish Garlogi, um, didn't finish Geisel. When I was at the age of about 10, I finally resigned with my mom and finished school in Tollgate and went on to Lennon High School. Okay, uh, so you lived with your mom. You lived with your mom then? Yes, at the last point. Yes, after living with my mom, um, I didn't go to school much. Sometimes I went two times out of a week, sometimes probably two weeks out of a month, sometimes one time, sometimes fluently till, because she have eight kids and she was struggling, but she did what she could have done. I think she could have done more, but give her the props, she did what she could have done. My first time going to um, Tollgate Ollie, she make her, met my uniform with her hands. I never forget, I love that uniform so much. So she did more than my dad. My dad didn't do anything for us, but it was a struggle for me to go to school because she didn't have the finance. And I did make it to grade seven, was a class monitor and prefect. Because I failed my grade six exam because it was a struggle. There was one point I didn't go to school for a long period of time. And the the counselor there went, come out and look 
was looking for me. She came to my home trying to figure out why I wasn't going to school, what was happening. She brought me a nice little slippers and some snap bag. It was a great feeling. After she tried to get me back in school, I went back for a couple of times till I finished grade seven and went on to Lennon. When I went on to Lennon High School, I did third form there, but as I started fourth form, I only did a, probably a month because I my mother didn't have the money to transfer back and forth from Tollgate to Lennon High School. So I started staying with my cousin. I call her Hanty. She have five kids her own. It was a struggle for me to stay there because she didn't have much space. She didn't have the most food to feed her kids, much less feed me, but she still allowed me to stay there. And I was walking from there to Lennon School because her home was near to Lennon. And I didn't have lunch money, was writing up for free lunch. And when I went, when I, when I went to school sometime, I was so hungry, could barely keep up. So I decided to stop and start working. And that's when I started doing bartender work and help out with my brother to go to school. Well, then how did you end up migrating and how was that transition for you? After after all that struggles, I get married at the age of 23, moving with my husband in St. Elizabeth. We built a house there, have my daughter at the age of 24. And we were living there for a while and we decided some personal reason I can't really get into at the moment, but we end up after decided to migrate here. The transition was not so, it was rough time and good times because God sent persons that I really didn't know to help out. I reached out to this young man and and Facebook, two of them for prayers because it was rough because one time my husband came here before me and he was on the street in the cold where he didn't have place to stay. When he tried to rent house, he get a lot of rob. They rob him the money, you know, because it's a lot of scamming in New York. He was in New York and stuff. And I reach out to them and they help out with stuff. And he finally get a place in Jersey where we rent the house. And we, when we were coming up, he didn't have bed, nothing, just the empty house. So we were coming up to stay on the floor. But the person, one of the person that I reach out to, the, the, the wife of that person became my friend and she actually bought a blow bed, plate, everything that you need to move in a home and create a home. And it was so surprising because I never knew she would buy so much stuff until I get here and I just meet her for the first time. So it wasn't all that hard. It was an easy go because God provided. Hmm. And do you, how do you believe your childhood affected your future? My childhood affected my future in a big way because when I dropped out of school, I could barely read. I couldn't read or pronounce word properly to even construct a proper spelling because I was two and four from different school, different home, not a, 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 a steady home with a mother and a father. I have to be here and there. It damaged me in many ways because during that transition from home to home, I end up being abused, 
by even person that is close to me are supposed to be my guidance. Um, I, I couldn't get to settle down in learning proper, in learning to get my proper education and to go in on to college or to, you know, graduate from school with a, with a, with a survey ticket. I didn't get that. And because I was moving from school to school, I didn't get the time to settle down to really focus properly on my schoolwork. And that affected me in a big, big way when I, when I, when I finally followed a school and trying to go to different places to look job. I couldn't read properly. I, my checking and to check, I could check a little bit like, you know, multiply and um, take away and addition, but it still affect me when I, when I am trying to um, get myself on a better platform. So I end up after start doing bartender, which I was running short and my stock because I know I make a little mistake there and there because of the reading aspect sometimes when they come and say, give me that drink. There's sometimes I couldn't make out the name of the drink. So during that time, I have to eventually start learning, teaching myself to know words and to read better and to read stuff betterly so I can go out in the working world. Because if you cannot read, it's going to be a active active and a bad platform for you to get out in the working in the working world well then what urged you become to become an author and why in being an author did you choose to self-publish okay what urged me to become an author i didn't actually when i start writing i did not know nothing about writing or books or realize i was becoming an author i was one day I just lost my second child. My husband was in the US. We were going because, as I said, when he came here, he was going through so much. Sometimes nowhere to sleep. When he have to go to work in the cold, it was so hard till he find some place to stay with a friend, and it was a lot going on. So I decided, I when I came out the hospital after losing my second child because I was pregnant when he came here. I decided to write. I was studying the Bible because I was crying a lot. And I didn't want my daughter to see. So I decided to write down some Bible verse for her because I was trying to teach her the Bible verse at the same time. And in my book, I scrapped down some Bible verses. And then I said, I could put it in alphabetical order because she was four at the time and I was teaching her ABC. Though she, she know her ABC because she's a brilliant child. I said, let her put it in alphabetical order and see if she would capture the Bible verse. I did so, write it down in my book, put them in alphabetical order, and then I start reading them to her. The next morning, I realized she could actually recite everything that I read to her. Then I heard a voice say, you just write your first book. I said, my first book. I didn't have a laptop. I didn't have a proper phone to even even type up the, the note on it. It was just a little banger. And I went to the cafe, the internet cafe. And I said, you know, I write down some stuff and I want to turn it into a book form. The guy said, I should borrow a computer and type it up on it and put it on my thumb drive and bring it to him. I did so. I went to my friend's house. Her name is Tamika. And I borrowed her son laptop. I type it up. I did have my thumb drive and I put the notes on the thumb drive. 
I went to the internet cafe and he said, you have to have, um, you have to, do you have, because I only have the Bible verse in the alphabetical order. So you say you have to have the, the table of content. I said, what is a table of content? <laughs> I didn't know what the table of content is. Um, he said, I need to have acknowledgement and introduction. I said, okay, all right, you're going to help me. Because since I have more idea than I do, help me to write it up. And on the spot, I write up the introduction. He did the acknowledgement part of it. And he explained it to me. And that's how I get understand it. And then we did it. And then he said, we have to do the book cover. I should give him a picture. I need a summary on, on the book cover to like summarize what the book is all about. I said, oh, Lord, oh, I'm going to write this now. And he helped me write the underspot to get it done. And then when he printed out, the first cover was like, you know, when I go to funeral and they have the pamphlet, it didn't look like a funeral pamphlet. So no, I said, no, you got to change this. I didn't like the outlook of it. And he changed it around for me. And we come up with the book cover. And he printed out. And then I got to get the staple and stapling the pages in the book cover. After doing that, I put it out on Facebook that I... I have an alphabetical order inspirational Bible verse book for, for, for adults and kids, but the kids one didn't come out as it. So the adult one came out first and we did it and persons start ordering. So I said, I need to structure uh, the kid one with a lesser Bible verse because the Bible verse I have in the adult one was too heavy for young kids. So I tried to find smaller Bible verse and less, lengthy bible verse for the kids one and when i did that and and outlined everything the same way i said you know what i could ask my brother to draw the pictures for the the, the kids books and put some pictures towards it i went to Tollgate and i asked him and he did a great job by capturing the bible verse and the picture to speak out for the bible verse and then i printed as i printed it i my auntie called and said, I'm going to buy your ticket. No, 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 for you and my daughter, for you and your daughter. I said, what? He said, yeah, I'm going to buy your ticket. You need to send me your passport information. I'm only giving you two days to leave the country. I'm like, what? Because the night my husband was asking me, like, I need you to come up. I need you to come up, but I can't buy the tickets. Because the ticket was over $1,000. And I'm like, you got to wait because I'm trying to show a partner. Every morning he sent me, I tried to show the partner to buy the ticket. And I was waiting. I wasn't in any rush. And I put out the Bible verse book, the kiddies one and person ordered a few of them. And I, my auntie buy the ticket and we leave the country. I think it was the Wednesday. He called me and she called me on the Monday. I think it was the Monday. And I will leave the Wednesday the same week. So when I came here, I put it down. I didn't, I didn't, I just park it. I start focusing on getting stuff done and, Getting myself in the new place that I'm living in. So, so like, uh, in 2020, we moved to Pittsburgh from New Jersey. And I decided I start working only weekends. So I decided to take back up the book. And I was talking to a friend that I wanted to recreate my book and put it out there. She said, I can help you. And she gave me some time and she started helping me to get the book out there. We did the adult book first. And then I asked my husband to write a little script on it and help me with the script because I was still so scared to write, you know, because I don't want to mess it up. I didn't know about proofreading, editing, and all of that. 
and formatting. But the girl explained them to me and I start finding out. I find about fiber through her and that's how I start finding out the, everything. And she helped me and we published the adult book. And then I have to do the kiddies book by myself because the relationship did kind of detour. So I said, I'm going to do it by myself. Now I find out all the platform. I create my Amazon account by myself. I I just start doing this thing then by myself that I was going to pay to do. So now I go on Fiverr and I find this young lady. I say, I want you to help me to, this is how I want my script for the kiddies book. I want you to help me to write this script. She write the script and send over something. I didn't like what she said. So I said, let me try to write the script myself. And I eventually start writing and writing and writing till I finish the book. Send it over for proofreading, editing and formatting. And that's how the book get out. And that's how I end up being a publisher. I can imagine the the stress of trying to, of course, you know, set up your own Amazon workspace even. Yes. Yes. I didn't even know one thing. And every day I do and I go at it, I learn something new. I learn how to navigate because I did have a lot of hiccups. A lot. A lot. Even the book cover, when I send over the book cover, I didn't know that I have to have the same sizes for the book cover for the book note. And I went through a lot. I use um, YouTube to do some video research and it helped guide me along the way also. As a mother, what are some of the life lessons that you that you wish that you can impart on your daughter? The life lessons, I don't want her to ever give up. I taught her every day, never you give up. Always try and strive for the highest. The sky is the limit and be humble, patient, in life, you will have ups and downs. In, you won't have everyone around you that love you. You will have few persons in your corner that will help to motivate you to climb your ladders. So always be positive. Always be respectful and humble and patient. Because patient is a big key that many persons don't have. And always believe in yourself. What would you tell other mothers who may be listening to us today? Try to... Be your children's first role model. The lifestyle we live, the way we go about doing things, and the, and, and uh, impact our kids on a daily basis. The words we speak is a seed that we speak daily will grow in their life. Always invest in your kids. And education is the key and a big key to success. Your kids need education and so it can easier for them to transform into the working world because without reading and basic skills and education, they're going to suffer. And we have a lot of bullies out there, especially on Facebook and this social media, that bully persons and let they feel like they're lesser than them. Many times persons come out writing and they, can, and they, they cannot construct or put in grammar and speak properly you don't know their background so you we as mother need to start invest in education our kids need this education to go out in the world to face the world so they can be the person that God enlightened them to be but on top of that always try to draw your kids attention to know that God are are the hanker everything and we need to have God in everything that we do we need to we need to lean on his word because 
if it wasn't for the grace of God, I wouldn't be on this platform today. I wouldn't able to be a publisher. I wouldn't able to do many things because many times I went to my bed and when I lay down, that's when the spirit starts speaking to me and giving me different ideas. And I just get up and start trying them until I actually get them. So we need, because nowadays you don't have Bibles or devotional in school. And we have to create that foundation and that zone for our kids in our home. It starts from the home. I know that this is a safe place for us to, to stop. Thank you so much, Mrs. Asimoto. Thank you. Thanks. Mrs. Asimoto's story goes to show that there is really no faith without works. I hope you were as moved as I was. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.